welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. Hey, that's me. And uh, we're holding it down again this week, T-Money. Uh, out working on his house he's got a remodel going on and uh is in, uh, trying to get stuff there so he can get back to living in the space again and not living at mom and dad's living so, uh, in the space <laughs> so uh we're gonna hold it down with some um we're gonna review last week's playoff games and we're gonna talk about some dynasty buy sell with the running backs maybe we get into some wide receivers we'll see how it goes but before I get to all that, I want you want to let you know you can find us at anchor.fm backslash avgnflpod. If you go there, there's buttons that'll take you to our socials. It'll take you to the face to the Facebook. To what am I like? The Facebook. What am I like? Seventy eight years old. Yeah, it'll, Facebooks. T- it'll take you to the Facebook. The Facebooks. <laughs> yeah, the Facebooks. The Facebooks. And uh, the, the the Twitter machine. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, you can also find us on TikTok at avgnflpod. Um, you can find fans. us on TikTok at oh. ABG and Pod, but uh, we're currently live on TikTok. So um, when you're listening to this on the podcast, you're going to be like, dang it, I wish I could go there, but uh, we're already done. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are done. But uh, you can find us uh, just about anywhere you can find our list of podcasts by searching for Just an Average NFL Podcast. You can search that on Google too. We usually are within the top two or three that pop up in the search because you know it's not a very popular name. So. Um, unless somebody steals it from us. Eventually, it'll probably get stolen. <laughs> uh, Inevitably. We'll be waiting around for that. It'll happen. Yeah. So go out there, give us a like, follow, subscribe. Help us get this thing going. We are working diligently as we can while working full-time jobs to put out content and do what we can. So uh, as we wind down this season and then take a couple months off before we start getting ready for next season, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, pick up a few more followers that hold out with us for a little while, and then we're going to ramp it back up next season. And uh, hopefully we're going to be adding more content next year, maybe bringing in another uh, part-time host who uh, might work with us on some other content. Uh, if you haven't gathered by listening to us, me and Matt usually hold down just about everything. A, uh, it's always in his basement. So unless for some reason he's not around, That's true. <laughs> he's going to be available for the podcast in his basement. And if he's not basement. around, then um, sometimes, you know, a lot of times we can't get into his basement. So, <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, the other two don't really like hosting. So I get, I, you know, I try to always be here for that as well. And I do all the, the, the computer stuff. Although y'all did do a podcast this last year. We did one. Without me and y'all did great. We so, did one. Uh, it's not as daunting as uh, as it seemed before, um, but like I said, we're we're working on some things for next season. Hopefully, uh, get more stuff going out there. Maybe kick it up a couple more notches. You know, it's it's hard. Like I said, with three of us working full time and having lives on the side. So, if this podcast was our only means of income, we would definitely put infinitely more energy and effort into it. Yes, uh, but right now we just we put as much as we can. Just average. We yeah. put average. Average is average amount. Average amount of work yeah. into it. Just to, uh, you know, if we were able to put more, we would have to then call it just an above average yeah, NFL podcast. Definitely <laughs> more than average NFL podcast. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna kick it off uh, with some of uh, with a little bit of news. Uh, the Panthers have 
signed their coach. Yep. Thank God we're done with that. Um, they have Frank Wright, uh, who was the former head coach of the Colts, yep. who got fired this last season. But but uh, you have to understand that Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, is basically insane. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he fired Frank Wright, who had – three winning seasons and then won over 50% of the games as a head coach of his team while having a different uh, quarterback every season in order to bring in Jeff Saturday, who had never coached bef- uh, a uh, NFL, anything above high school in his entire life, who promptly then went 1-7. and seven. And now reports coming out of Indianapolis are Jim Ursay really wants to hire the um, – really wants to hire Jeff Saturday while everyone else does not. <laughs> everyone else in the building does not want to hire Jeff Saturday, although Jim Irsay is dead set on it. So there's dissension in Indianapolis. Frank Wright's probably glad to be out of there. Hopefully he can find a little more stability in Carolina. I wanted Steve Wilkes. Um, I will, well, let me backtrack. As soon as Matt Rule was fired and then when Frank Wright got fired, I, I said on – I think I said it on the podcast – that's who my pick was. I wanted Frank Wright to come to Carolina and be the head coach. But then Steve Wilkes went and basically went 500, uh, galvanized a team that had been was one in five when he took over, and and even the you know I get that a, lo- a big reason why he was still able to fight for the playoffs was because the South was a dumpster fire. Yeah, but he had the Panthers playing meaningful games in January and fighting for a playoff spot. And had we not got a penalty that we should have never got in Atlanta when DJ Moore took his helmet off, we would have been in the playoffs regardless, and which would have been an amazing turnaround for that team. But yeah. he didn't make the playoffs. He didn't get the job. So I hope Steve Wilkes finds a job somewhere else. He is a tremendous football coach and a tremendous leader. And, I, you know, I wanted him in Carolina, but I'm not – terribly upset because I also think Frank Wright is a tremendous head coach and a tremendous leader and he's an offensive minded guy which is what David Tepper the owner of the Panthers said from the jump that he was looking for he wanted an offensive guy Carolina has a long run of defensive minded coaches so he wanted to flip the script and get a guy out there you know Frank Wright he had Carson Wentz at almost an MVP level. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. when he was in Philadelphia, and he he had Carson Wentz last year, who almost got into the playoffs. So, <laughs> so he's done more with less when it comes to quarterbacks than a lot of people. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, get the Panthers out of this uh, this rut they're in. Other than that, um, poor poor Dak. His girlfriend broke up with him after he lost the playoff game. Oh yeah. His girlfriend of two years. Poor uh, poor Dak. Um, no, I can't. No, I don't. I can't plug into the phone, too. Can you plug phone? I mean, there might be a way phone. to run the phone through the soundboard. I'm not that smart, but uh, no, we're, we're running through a very small soundboard. So we are big time. Yes, <laughs> we have a soundboard. <laughs> yes, so we yeah, are we, big time. We have we have that's for the headset. And that's for the microphones, and the, that's the laptop, and that's where it's all running. And look, the wall's already been finished. I mean, <laughs> yeah. see, we're fucking big time. Uh, yeah, we're we're uh, doing it. Doing What's it. up, Jack? Oh, Jack's on here. What's up, man? I I shared it with a bunch of people. Oh, trying nice. to get some folks in here. So, um, but yeah, old Dak. Uh, I heard that uh, she ditched him after two years because uh, that uh, she he wouldn't give her a ring. But the reports are <laughs> that he tried to get her a ring, but it got intercepted. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's scared. Mm. 
Oh man, there's nothing I like more than piling on Cowboys players and fans. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Pollard, no, you said piling on. Never mind. Yeah, poor Pollard. Yeah, uh, I do hate that Pollard down with a broken tibia or I don't know one yeah, of the bones so in his foot. It didn't look good. No. It did not look good. He's supposedly going to be back ready by the end of the season. It could have been worse. Could have been an Achilles or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a broken bone. He should be back. It's going to really hurt his chances to go out and get paid. Um, he's probably going to have to take a reduced contract yeah. and probably will be back with the Cowboys again. Zeke's talking about taking a reduced contract to stay yeah. with the Cowboys. So, yeah. I mean, well, he's going to have to. Yeah. He's got, well, he's going to have to take a reduced contract so they can sign somebody because <laughs> he's getting paid $18 billion to be a, uh, a goal line running back. <laughs> well, speaking of not being able to play center, oh, we were talking about Zeke. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting offline <laughs> with all this. Well, I heard what Kellen Moore was actually one of the finalists, the offensive coordinator for yeah. the Cowboys, and uh, he's actually one of the finalists for the Carolina job supposedly. And I heard what what ended it for him was his uh, his desire to turn Dante Foreman into the new starting center. And they're like, look, we don't know if that's going to work or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, no, look, we're going to have to discuss this a little bit. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah. No, it was. Um, that's two years in a yeah. row the Cowboys season ended on a goofy ass hilarity play. like yes. something that was just like off off the uh, I mean it's, it's one like, thing to get your cheeks clapped it's another one that it ends with just stupidity yeah just, I understand why the, the, I understand the concept I don't need people coming mm-hmm. in here and be like the reason he did it was why yeah, well, yeah. so you have more I understand more skill players on the field but here's the thing Zeke was going to have to block somebody. Why not just have a regular center yeah, out right. there? Well, this you know this is my thing too. Yeah, if it like, worked, but, yeah. we would all be praising the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a great yeah. play. But but Zeke got dumpster was, rolled yeah. by I think a safety. It wasn't even like a D lineman. It's, it's, so if you just put your regular center out there, you have one lineman, and then the you have ten other skill players. Maybe Dak has more time than to throw it seven yards to a guy that has someone right behind him to get smacked. Yeah, I, I, I don't so. I, the, the concept of a play like that is for it to work, but you got to be prepared to handle the repercussions right. when it doesn't. And if it's a hook and ladder play, there was no ladder player. There was no one around him to lateral the ball to. Exactly. So why was the ball to him? And, 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 I, and I have to think, I may be wrong, but I speculate that maybe Zeke was the ladder play. Mm. He was supposed to block long enough that he would release from the block, come out, and he would be the guy on the lateral from the on the ball from CD Lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, after he got steamrolled, <laughs> there was nobody there was no left time. the lateral to. No time and for CD anything, yeah. had no chance but to just get just hit. So just get whatever he could. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, they'd have been better off just chucking. A it, it didn't play out well. It's yeah. just just one of those. You know, like I yeah. said, be prepared to deal with the outcome. It, people are going to make fun of you. I mean, yeah, it's no different than the the Kirk Cousins three yard dump off when they needed ten yards. I mean, well, it's it's one of those things. Yes. That it could have worked and it didn't, so it's it's just done. I mean, <laughs> yeah, th- there's the shot. It's still fun to make happened. fun of Cowboys. Oh, it's a hundred percent. It's fun to make fun of everybody <laughs> and Kirk Cousins. I mean, take it all. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's did definitely... you see the TikTok I sent you with all the Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I did. Uh, okay, we'll yes, talk about that later. No, yes, yes. Uh, but um, very appreciative. <laughs> I knew you'd love that one. I do. It was uh, very, 
So let's look at the other side of the ball. You got Brock Purdy out there, the rookie that everybody's waiting to uh, crap his pants, and he just look. It wasn't. He didn't go out there and do anything spectacular. Yeah, no, he was. He didn't uh, throw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns or mm-hmm. anything. But you know what? He didn't do. He didn't turn the ball over. Nope. And he hit. He hit a couple big plays when they needed them. He hit that one pass play to George Kittle on the seam, which there's they a got lot the of first down controversy about that too, as to whether or not George Kittle was even an eligible receiver. I mean, he was up blocking, and I watched a couple videos, and I'm not. Well, it, there shouldn't the, be any controversy. I mean, it's very simple how the line's designed. I haven't seen this play. I didn't know there was any controversy. Oh, but, there's, there's but, a lot of controversy but about it's, it. It's, it's all based off of the center and who's up on the line and who's not on the line. So he was, he, he he was, was either just, ineligible or he isn't. He was just to the left of the center, like literally just to the left of the center. But he was, was in the backfield, right? No, he was on the line. Up on the line, he if blocked. He, well, then if he's just and to the pushed left of the off, center, and once he pushed off and got free, he, you're talking. About he's playing where the guard was. Yes, he was literally just to the left of the center on the front of the line, and pushed off. And by the time he got free, is when Purdy put it over his shoulder and he kind of bobbled I, it. And we're gonna, you, gotta, I, you gotta see the video. Yeah, I, I, have, I don't know. I told like, you, I've heard a lot of stuff this week, and zero people until just now. Oh, that's zero percent so, of people I've listened to on a lot of podcasts and talk shows have brought this up. My, my and, Facebook and, is and it's cut and dry. Of, it's cut and dry on who's eligible and who isn't. So it shouldn't even be. It shouldn't even be a discussion. You should be able to look at the formation pre-snap and say. He's eligible or he isn't. He's, he, when that's that's where I like I don't. I, was I'm he playing? Well, see the thing is, I'm wondering. He wasn't like down in a three point stance next to the center. He was playing just behind the line in the H back. I don't if think I he remember. was behind the line at all. I think he was on the line. That's that's what everybody's. Was, like I said, my, yeah, my Facebook is slap full of. Because People I mean, the, you Cowboys got the center, and, you got two guards, you got the tackles. If he's on the line, just right of the center, that means that there's not a guard out there. That doesn't make any sense to me in my head. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I, and I don't remember seeing George Kittle line up right next to the center in a three-point stance oh, pre-snap, but on that play. So I need this. I want to see the pre-snap alignment. Oh, I spelled Purdy wrong. That's why. I did because that. my my guess is is that he was. He was playing what they call an H back or, or type role, where he's he's. If you see like a lot of times, you'll see a tight end or even a fullback, or sometimes another uh, halfback will come up and they'll play like the quarterback. It's it's in, being a pistol. The the running back will be behind the the quarterback, and then there'll be a guy that's between the quarterback and the offensive line to his right or to his left, playing kind of an H back position. I don't know how to read and that was, and I've seen them run that formation a few times. And if that's the case, then he's perfectly fine because he's considered a running back essentially. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I get that. Like my problem was when I watched the video, he's literally on the line. He's not he's not behind the line where I would see or where you would see. I mean, the, he can be on the line. He's just got to be outside the tackles at that point. So Kittle's number is eighty eighty eight. Uh, right there, right. So he's he's two three opposite. So he's over, he's right here. Yeah, he's playing. So so you got the guard, the center, of the guard, and the tackle. He's here's why they're saying it. And then back he comes in here. He's back. No, he's that doesn't there. matter. None of that matters. Back it up to the pre snap. What you just showed me. Here's the thing. Why they're back. saying it. If it you look at the tackle, the right tackle isn't fully. It doesn't look like the right tackle is on the line. I don't know how to rewind it. That's fine. I, but I can. I, you don't. So, I, no, none of it matters after the snap. I know. It's going to come back up to the line here in a second. Yeah. Uh, but I can, but I can tell you exactly why the people are saying that now that I've seen the pre-snap alignment. Is that if you look at it, the, the left tackle doesn't look like he's on the line. So pause it. 
So you right see where here. the left tackle is back up off the line of scrimmage? Back here. Well, it, that's what it looks like from this angle, and Kittle is in a three-point stance. He's all the way down on the right, line right and it here. looks like he's the one up on the line. If that's the case, then if that's what what it is, if that tackle isn't on the line of scrimmage, then he is now the H-back. He's behind he the He would line, technically be a so running back. So I would need and to Kittle see a side be because they all got to be – Everything's based off of the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's in line with the center, with the center or behind the center. Or if, well, if, if he's line, if he's in, because you know how an offensive line is kind of at a V anyway. Mm-hmm. But they all got to be within the the uh, between. I think it's between the ball and the like the back of the center's leg or something stupid. I don't gotcha. know the exact designation of that, but people are seeing it because also the tackle wasn't in a three point stance. Yeah, he was. He was sta- standing, he was standing up because yeah, because well, that's what threw me off like, looking at it because it looked like he was. It looked like Kittle was sitting right off, but I guess there, I missed the other guy that was between them. But right, it was definitely it was. There's two guys in between. There's the center, the guard, and the tackle. There were two guys in between the center and Kittle. Mm. And so, uh, they, but, but there's just some people bitching. Right. You know, people are going to bitch. No, but yeah, but I just didn't right. know. Like if you'd seen it and heard about, and just kind of bring it up because no, know, I hadn't seen that. But but I can from that angle, I need to see. see a, I need to see a side view, something down the line, because they're both supposed to be on the line. Yeah, yeah, like because it would, either way, that play should have been blown dead for a legal formation if that tackle is not on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, because he, if he's back off the line of scrimmage, that would mean that another player. Needed to be up on the line because you got to have so many on the line. You can it's only have so many off behind. the line. Yeah, I got and you. And so it would have the play would have never happened, um, and they would have blew it dead and been a five yard penalty redo. But I, I don't think that's the case. I just think based off the fact that the the tackle wasn't in a three point stance, and George Kittle is in a three point stance, it kind of threw that, everybody for that, that. Optically, it looked like I got one was playing on the line and one's playing off. Yeah. Be my guess, but. but I just know, like I said, I don't. It's been a lot on my newsfeed, yeah. but I got a lot of fans, San Francisco yeah, fans. Yeah. So, um, and not that they were they were trying to speak to the right of the play, saying right. it's good, and then other people are, yeah, because I don't have any really any Dallas fans or not Dallas, yeah, Dallas. Fans. How do you have not have Dallas? There's they're have everywhere. A whole lot. It's weird, dude. If you go to Siberia. And you're in the middle of nowhere, and you lift a rock up, you'll find a Dallas Cowboy fan. That's after the playoff game when they're hiding. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. I've I, never, I I've never existed fans. in a space, a, a time of my life that I didn't know at least four Dallas Cowboy fans. It's so crazy because <laughs> – so Keith Bell is a, a – you know, listener and cowboy fan, but he's really the only person I could ever call offhand that's been a cowboy. And Amber, Amber likes the Emmett Smith and you know the nineties, the, yeah. the good cowboys, the, yeah, the triplets. But I'm just like I'm, I'm, I'm my newsfeed is mostly I was a fan during San Francisco, that time too. San Francisco fan. <laughs> I had and just Tampa got, Bay. I had just started. I I didn't care about football at all early on in my life, and then when when the Cowboys started winning with Aikman and Emmett and Irving mm-hmm. and. Alvin Harper and 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 all that. I, that's when I was like, oh well, this is the best team. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. This is the team. And you're I, I and I and I was a I was I was a pretty hardcore Dallas fan from that point until Charlotte got uh, the Panthers in '95, I think, or '96. In one of those years, somewhere in that neighborhood, um, and then. I don't. It was the year the Panthers went one fifteen is when I completely got off the Cowboys, which is dumb. I went to the Panthers in the, one of the worst years. Is that that's the Jake? Was that? No, Jake wasn't the quarterback that year. He came oh, okay. the year after. The year after. Yeah. So he had a lot to make up for then. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was the year that uh, after that season we drafted Julius Peppers. 
But um, and then I became a, a Carolina fan, and then uh, once I became a Carolina fan, I was kind of a secondary Cowboys fan. And then the more Cowboys fans that I met, <laughs> the less I like the Cowboys. <laughs> and then um, Jerry Jones is the main reason. I just completely was like, you know, the Cowboys are. I can't stand them, and I, I wish that guy. I wish Jerry. I wish the Cowboys. Well, they would just take his team away from him. Yeah, I just, just I can't like, you can't have this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you've done what you can. Yeah. it's 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 done now. But I did like Tony Romo back in the day. I thought he was an, uh, the, one of the most overachieving uh, quarterbacks of all time because he was an undrafted guy. Yeah, you know, and but he did become the Cowboys quarterback, and now everybody hates him because of. Well, I mean, everybody loves him as an announcer, but they still they still roast him as a quarterback, and it's like, bro. Do you know that that guy that what he was able to do with the the talent that he had was amazing. Yeah, had oh, he yeah. played for like the Vikings, I don't know, like Kirk Cousins, then people would have been like, <laughs> "That dude's amazing." You're like, "This guy is awesome." Yeah. yeah, if Kirk Cousins played for the Cowboys, people would constantly tell you how much Kirk Cousins sucks. Yeah, but because he plays for the Vikings, everybody's like, "You know, Kirk Cousins is not that bad. He's a, he's a good quarterback. <laughs> he's decently serviceable. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a guy you can win with. Yeah, but if he played for some of the Cowboys, they'd be like, "This guy's the worst quarterback to ever play." And then he's got all the weapons too. I yeah. mean, yeah. So um, I, I, I guess we just went through the Cowboys 49ers game in a, in a weird roundabout way. Let's just bring up McCaffrey. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, McCaffrey's saving. I mean, he is the reason that. I mean, he did not have a good rushing game. No, to be honest not, with you. not. But he caught a, a pretty uh, important pass and he did get a rushing touchdown. Six for eight on 22 yards so that's that's the thing with McCaffrey that's normally a bigger number this is where I like to show appreciation to the Cowboys I mean, go back and six for eight on. you mean he had six receptions on eight targets, targets for 22, for 22 yards, yards. Okay. six but he also had 10 carries for 35 yards so he yeah. averaged three and a half yards yeah. on carries and he averaged around three yards Look, on receptions the 49ers that's, are like we're just gonna play very simple and just we're just gonna win mistake free football just, we're just gonna yeah. win and, and we're gonna it, let them shoot themselves but in the it foot. does it does speak a lot it speaks volumes to dallas's defense i mean if they had to me personally if they had any kind of an offense yeah. as far as quarterback and all that stuff goes if they hadn't lost pollard this yeah. might have been a different game yes. I, i'll say that um, I both just feel defenses that were amazing. both defenses were on top of it. They were definitely good. It was a, a boring shootout game, but it was still interesting to me because you had a lot of talent yeah. out there and a lot of controversial talent. You had Dak Prescott, who's like, oh, is he good? Is he not? You had Brock Purdy, who's he's a young rookie. He's been doing well. Is he really? He's this is a top. This is a top defense he's going against. Do we really think he is what everybody thinks he is? And he did. He managed the game to win it, and that's that's all you can do as a quarterback. You, I, you can't. You talking about, are we talking about Dak or Purdy? Purdy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. No. I, uh, Dak, I, Dak was playing for the other team. I'm pretty certain. I saw him throw just as many passes to them as he did his own yeah. team. So everybody. I, I mean, I did hear some people criticizing Purdy, and it's like, look, like you said, he played mistake-free football. He did not turn the ball over. He made plays when he needed to, and he got out of there with a W as yep. the last guy drafted. In the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to me how how similar his numbers were this week against Dallas as it were the week before when he played against Seattle. The the difference was was the defense held their playmakers back, which made him look worse. Does that make sense? Like so, instance he, this last week he went nineteen completions on twenty nine attempts. The week before he went eighteen completions on thirty attempts. What Identical numbers. 332 yards against the Seahawks, right. 
214 against yeah, so Dallas. That's, that's over 100 yards more than how many touchdowns. He had three touchdowns against Seattle. Exactly. He had zero touchdowns. That's, that's what I'm the saying. Th- their playmakers were able to do more after they got the ball because he wasn't putting a whole lot downfield in either game. He the, the guys, Christian McCaffrey looked a lot better. His average. Right. The, the defense, Dallas's defense held – could have potentially won it if they had. Well, yeah, it was offense. one. It was one of those. They let them have underneath stuff. They were moving yeah, to the yeah. ball. They were attacking. It was stuff like that. It was a really great. I, I don't like you know low scoring games a lot of times, but it was actually really good because it was. Michael Parsons is an absolute beast of a man. Yes. Just letting everybody know it. Yes, I, and I don't mean to talk this big on um, the Dallas game, but. Yeah, I mean their defense is something to really yeah, talk about. I feel about. like we've been on Dallas a little too long. We have. I, yeah. If they could, if they could get a quarterback like uh, Kent Cousins or <laughs> or Brock Purdy, or yeah. I mean if Dallas could get Brock Purdy, they'd be uh, head of the Super Bowl. They might be okay if they get Jimmy G. <laughs> wink, wink. Or Derek Carr. Yeah, or right. Carr. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about the. Um, I'm on the wrong week. The the Jaguars and the Chiefs, I mean, it is what it is. The Chiefs are just the better team. Yeah. We will talk a little bit, but Mahomes got that high ankle sprain. He seems to be okay, he said. It is going to affect his mobility. Yeah. There's a 0% chance it can't, but Mahomes is a good enough quarterback that he can figure it out. He'll, he's athletic enough. He'll stand in the pocket. He'll make it happen. So and I, they they got talent there that yeah. can help out, take a little pressure away. And Not stuff, a so. lot. I mean, they got Kelsey, but it's like the receivers are meh. The yeah. running backs are meh. So I mean, <laughs> they've got Kelsey though. Yeah. So I mean, so like Kelsey, Kelsey's got- gonna have to, hey, you know, maybe Kelsey can uh, can go in there and and uh, and help him a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, Kelsey- only, the only down part is is that I think they're gonna have to play a lot of two tight end sets. Yeah, uh, because they're going to need protection, and they can't leave Kelsey in to protect more. Yeah, they're going to need more protection for Mahomes. My 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 uh, guess. So I think we're going to see a little bit more of a who's their other tight end? Gray. Yeah, no out Gray. there, no Gray. I'm not sure if they have a designated blocking tight end because Kelsey's one of the best blockers in the league, but they can't leave Kelsey in the block every down. Yeah, every yeah. Um, and so we'll see. I, and I also think. As much as I, I, I hate to say this, I think that we're going to have a big, like if I, in DFS, I'm looking at Juju this week. Yeah, I think that because Mahomes is going to need more protection, that Kelsey is such a good blocker that that's going to open up some. They're going to use Juju when Kelsey has a block for that underneath stuff, the possession stuff, things like that. So I'm I'm projecting like an eight or nine catch game for Juju. Probably sixty or seventy yards, but there's a chance to be a couple touchdowns in that too. Yeah. So you know, just look out for that. And also project a pretty decent game from Kelsey. And I think they're going to run the ball more. So even Ceh, I think he's probably going to get a, a few carries, and then um, Pacheco. Pacheco is going to get some carries, and then of course you know your favorite guy, McKissick's going to be out there. McKinnon. Not Mc- McKinnon. I'm sorry. McKinnon's probably going to get some nice dump offs as well. But I think they're going to be fine overall this week. But the, I I do think the Bengals going to win. Another even though I had the though? Chiefs win or not winning, but going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I, I thought the Bengals were going to win last week. I think the Bengals going to win this week. So I I will say this though for Kansas City, there's there's high hopes that they could have McColl back this week. McColl, yeah, who flashed some in the early season was, and, and stuff. And, and I heard that he's feeling better and it's looking like he may play. There's there's a good chance, and that's going to help out. I think personally, you know, with the protection because it's going to back some people up because he's a quick he's a quick guy. Yeah, I mean he's fast he's, too. He's, so he's fast on fast. So I mean that, that that's a 
definite yeah. bonus if they can get him back out there on the field and everything, especially with what we saw with him earlier yeah. in the season. So, and then but, on I mean, that side, you got um, Swaggy J- Joe Bizzle. So, yeah. Swaggy J Bizzle. That's this week, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, last um, week, I mean, we can we uh, he he did the Jaguars that were are, they're, that's they're, the they're just not there yet. They're, they're not there not. yet. So that's they came further than we thought they were going to. Yeah. We'll say that. They they did come up further than we thought they were going but, to. But you know, looking at this week, the Bengals, you know, I just think that Swaggy J J Bizzle is gonna go out there and do his thing. I think they are red hot right now. And um, they, Joe Burrow has never lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, if in case anybody's curious about yeah, that. Yeah. I know. He's never lost to them. So and that's playoff and regular season. So this team take that has as it is has so much swagger right now yeah <laughs> like you 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 could tell them right now that they have to go into an armed compound to rescue hostages and they're just gonna be like all right and they're gonna walk in well i think what take what, them out well, i think what we're gonna do is i'm gonna start selling kansas city san francisco um super bowl tickets and go oh, ahead and sell fifty thousand of them. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or at least we just at least need to convince the Bengals that they're already they're selling. Already selling. <laughs> they're, they're already selling Kansas City Super Bowl tickets, and that's when Mixon's going to come out. Like you haven't seen him this season. I mean, Mixon. Hey, went don't forget, up, Mixon had a fifty-point fantasy win. He what? did, but I mean, like he, a fifty-one. Was but like, was it against Buffalo? I mean, I know Buffalo's defense is kind of soft to me here yeah. at the end of the season, but I mean. Uh, 20 carries for 105 yards and a touchdown, that's yeah. that's not what we saw out of Miskin or Mixon on a regular basis no, this season. No. So, I mean, you know, he he come out there. And his no, they had a good game plan. Cincinnati had a good game plan. Oh, yeah. It, and, was, and they, it, was, it was a good – So much better yeah. than Buffalo's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffalo plays too much of that hero ball where I, they just throw it – like the Panthers were interviewing Ken Dorsey, and I'm like, I don't want Ken Dorsey there. This dude is like – all he wants to do is throw the ball thirty yards in the air. Like his his minimum, his dump offs. What yeah. he wants quarterback to dump off is a thirty yard pass. Oh yeah, it's like dude, quit slinging the ball so much. Just calm down. Yeah, take the dump offs. It'll be good. Um, Giants finally, you know, the, the uh, Cinderella shoes came off. They got housed by the Eagles. The Eagles look tough. Giants finally, Giants. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you call yeah. it. Daniel uh, Jones went out there and Daniel Jones. We'll say that. that. And that uh, was not a good looking game. Now the Eagles, you know, they they just look tough. I I still think the 49ers are going to win this week, but it's not like I'm going to be shocked if the Eagles just go in there and dominate. Yeah, no. It's it's um this is going to be one of those where it's it really is anybody's game. Um Yeah. This may actually come down to what we see out of Purdy in my opinion. Defense-wise, both defenses are good, but I think Eagles' offense has shined more this season. Well, and the Eagles' defense, their strength is their secondary. They have yeah, two so, great corners. So, so this is really going to prove yeah. to me what Purdy, Purdy is about. Yeah. This is going to be it. If Purdy comes out of this game still shiny, yeah, I'll be a Purdy believer. But if he if, if he goes Purdy comes game, out of this game, if he gets them, even if he loses in the Super Bowl, if he gets the 49ers to the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, he better be the starter. He's a season. starting quarterback next year. I mean, he, he has to be. He has to be. He has to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, look, I get it. Trey Lance was drafted third overall. They mortgaged their future to get him. But a dude – now, if he wins it, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> and, and the thing is, if he wins it and he makes plays to win it. Now, yeah. if he goes and wins the Super Bowl – if he has two more games like he just had where he just was a manager, didn't turn the ball and Christian over. McCaffrey wins it for him. Yeah, yeah, or, or something or like that. If he goes and um, – uh, if he goes and Trent Dilfer's it, where he just protects the football, doesn't turn it over, 
then okay, I understand if next year they they throw Lance back out there. But yeah. before this last game, Purdy, like he like we just mentioned, he threw three touchdowns in the Seattle game. So he he you know it wasn't like he was just you know handing the ball off and dumping it off and making short throws over the middle of the field. Oh yeah, no, he was so. But I was, I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean the Eagles are tough and and I I think it's going to be this game's going this is this game I'm looking forward to more. I mean. I'm looking forward to both games, mm-hmm. but I'm looking more forward to this Eagles 49ers game because I think this game could tell us the truth about both teams. Yeah, yeah. Whoever true. comes out of this game, this NFC Championship game, you're gonna you're gonna say, "Well, that's the Super Bowl winner." I yeah. believe it. I I just feel it in my heart. I think the NFC is gonna win it, and it's because I I just think this could they're the better two teams. This could be a Super Bowl esque game, like the. The amount of talent we we see on both sides right. of the ball could actually be what we, we yeah we could go through this game hyped and it'd be amazing yep. and the winner go into the Super Bowl and it looked like the Rams and Falcons that one year it was like three to nothing yeah. you know some boring <laughs> yeah, ass some like boring ass. Just, just that wasn't the, that wasn't the Rams Falcons that was the um, the Rams Patriots wasn't it Super Bowl actually, it might have been Ram, it might have been Rams Patriots it was like three points yeah it was it, I, I don't remember was yeah. the only one to score a touchdown yes. or it was yeah it was just yeah really, it, was, it was the Rams Patriots Super Bowl that the like Rams lost garbage. That golf loss, his, yeah. his one Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, and and it was uh, and it was just a defensive. It was like s- like six to nine or some bullshit in the end, and that all <laughs> happened in the fourth quarter. Like I just remember not being able to drink enough to fall asleep to the game. I mean, yes. it was it was so bad. I remember we do Super Bowl squares, and it was like the same person won three <laughs> three times all in zero, a row. Zero, 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 it zero. was like three to zero oh, after no. one quarter, oh, and then you know. But I remember that year somebody won twice. Yeah. And two of the quarters, but it was it was absolutely insane. It was the most boring Super Bowl in my lifetime of watching Super Bowls. It was All right, so bad. Well, that we're, we've hit on the playoff games. I think enough. We set up next week's playoff games. My prediction, I'm sticking with it as much as I mean. If I had to say a prediction now is 49ers Bengals, but I said 49ers Chiefs before the playoffs started, so I'm, I'm going to roll with that, and I think the 49ers win it. Um, I'm going to go Bengals Eagles. So you're switching, but yours was gonna, yours like, at the beginning. I mean, at the beginning of the season, it was mine. Was I think I had uh, the you had the Eagles. I, I think, think I had the Packers. The or some shit. Yeah, it was like the Packers <laughs> and the Eagles. Or no, it was. Uh, uh, I feel like I, I don't remember what it was. It, I definitely didn't have the Forty ers but yeah, no, but they uh, in there. so uh, you're going for the two teams, the other two, obviously. So. I, well, I just I, I I'm I'm riding. I think the Bengals are on a good thing. I mean, I'm not. I feel they're more complete than they, the Kansas City is. Um, the Eagles? No. Uh, oh, the Bengals. I think. Oh, I think the Bengals is the better team. I think they're more sure. complete this week, especially with Mahomes being injured. That just adds yeah, to it. So yeah. I mean, I'm. Oh, I, I, I'm with you. That's going to be. I the, thought the Bengals are going to win, even if Mahomes is healthy. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know well, that's I, what. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It just adds to the. As to the defeat, in my my opinion, you know, with the right. injuries, because that's what that's going to be why they lose if they lose. It's, yeah. Mahomes was oh, injured. Yeah. That's just going to be unless he goes out there and throws for four hundred seventy yards and five touchdowns, and still loses. Absolutely. Nobody's going to say it then. Everybody's going to be like, well, Mahomes could have thrown six. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on. We're going to talk about some uh, dynasty buyer sells. We're going to hit them and get them. Um, I want to mention before this, I was thinking about this driving down the road today. Mm. And this is this is a thing that I run into. I've actually done as a fantasy manager, and it's something that I'm trying to not do, but I'm trying to be the other person. So what it is is that 
especially in Dynasty, I find this to be true. If a player gets injured mm-hmm. or if a player gets suspended, like D-Hop, mm-hmm. if it's somebody who's going to be either in your IR spot or they're going to be at the bottom of your taking up roster space and you can't move them, they become annoying to the manager. You get tired of looking them. at them. Yeah, you, you get tired of – you can't play them. It's like, why, why am I yeah. holding this? Yeah. And – Part of the reason that I won a championship in one of our dynasties is I went and got D-Hop at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. when he was you know, just suspended and whatever. And I started thinking that targeting these guys, targeting the Tony – Tony Pollard will be on that list now. Right now, yeah. Uh, Trey Lance is on that list. Um, targeting these uh, – Rashad Bateman, these guys that haven't played in forever, even Brees Hall to a certain extent. Yeah. These guys that haven't played for a minute, what happens is the longer it goes where they don't play – the farther you get away from where they were good, the more apt the fantasy manager is willing to take a cheaper take less on them. value Definitely. for them. And that if you can target the right players, if you can target them and 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 you can't go in it's 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 kind of walking a tightrope if you do this cuz you can't go in and just be like offering, you know, a fourth round pick for Brees Hall. Yeah. You can't be that stupid because you immediately piss off the other fantasy fantasy. And you're manager. never going to make a deal. Yeah, and at that point they got yeah. their backup. But if you can figure out if you can gauge somebody be like, "Hey, what do you want for Brees Hall? Where are we looking, you know, I really you, you know, let me What's get this value? guy let me hey, let me get this guy off your roster. What's me, your value yeah. on Javante Williams? Javante right Williams is I another mean, good one. People looking at um Damian Pierce could be one that people could be maybe because yeah. he's on the IR. Had that and there's the there's speculation that because he's a fourth round pick that maybe the Texans and with a new coaching yep. that maybe Damian Pierce isn't the starter next year. So you might be able to move in on that. But some of these guys that are injured, um, you know, if you look at like Kamara, Kamara wasn't injured, but he had a bad season, and next season he's potentially looking at a six game. You're giving suspension. away all my tips and tricks for next season. I'm just I, I, I you named like three, play, three, four people. I'm going after. <laughs> I know, but I started thinking that because I'm a I have a bad habit. If I keep seeing a guy on my roster that like I can't, especially now this may not apply so much in the off season as it does during the season, mm-hmm. but or when you get closer to the season. But it's something to keep an eye on because you can go get some really good value for guys uh, like Christian McCaffrey. Before last season, you yeah. know, you still – I'm not saying you can get – you could have got Christian McCaffrey for a third-round pick. But, like, peak Christian McCaffrey is at least two firsts in Dynasty. Mm-hmm. When he was injured for two seasons, you could probably – you could have got him for a first – like a late first and a, and a like a freaking nobody player, you know. Uh, or, or an early second and a Miles Sanders or something, you know, like right. something and like then, that. Yeah. Somebody that – and then you, you, you would have paid debit, right. dividends take this your season. Shot. So but I was just I mean, thinking about that today as I was looking at these uh, running backs and stuff, and I was just thinking – you know, I I, just, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. I, I thought about trying to make a list of all the injured people I'd be targeting. It's like, look, you know who the injured people are. Yeah. You know who's clogging up people's rosters and people are frustrated with. So, you know, that's that's another strategy you can you can go with in Dynasty. So, all right, give me give – me, I don't – go where you want to go. Give me a sell. Give me a buy. Give me somebody you want to uh, – unless you want me to kick it off. No, I'm, I'll tell you I'll tell you who I'm looking at buying next season, especially – if people a lot of the the problem with this one is a lot of the people who were were believers in this guy kind of put a lot into him and now are not willing to give him up as cheap as he could be right. with J.K. Dobbins. Okay. I, I, I think he came back from his 
injury, got re-injured, kind of sat a few games out. But once he was 100% and out there this last few weeks of the season, I feel that he was – he's one that could – could people could right. – you could probably get a little cheap. He, he flashed. Yeah. And he might have flashed a little too much. But in the same well, sense, right. most of the people who had Dobbins paid a lot to get him. So right. I mean, there's a fine line, like you said, between that. Like, is he gonna? Is he injury prone? Is he, you know, gonna be the the guy? You know, and there's a lot of toss up between what's going on at quarterback. But I just think that he's gonna be. I personally feel I'm kind of getting on that train now. I was nervous before so the injury, but I just I think it's gonna be the J.K. Dobbins year next year. We're gonna see him be like okay. a a number one, like a top twelve, maybe fourteen running back next year. Okay, I like that. Well, in so, the same vein of that. I have another buy, and this is – I sold this guy two years ago um, in order to get Kamara, and I think he's a buy now, and that's DeAndre Swift. Nice. He was injured last season. He came into the season hot. You couldn't have got him last offseason unless you wanted to sell the farm to get him. Yeah. And uh, and I'll even throw Javante Williams into that right now. Yeah, Because like you mentioned Javante. earlier, neither one of those guys last offseason, unless you wanted to give everything you had – and even then, you probably wouldn't have got them. So you probably, you know, you, you couldn't have got those guys. Yeah. They are attainable now, and they're attainable maybe for, you know, something cheap. I'm not saying you can get them for third or fourth round picks, but if you, if you, you can get them for quarters on the yeah, dollar, you can get I mean, them, there you go. Quarters not pennies on the dollar, on the dollar but quarters right. on the dollar, definitely. You, you could go get you a mid level wide receiver and a second round pick and maybe acquire one of these guys. And, yeah. And, and, and you know, you're still taking your shot because I think Javante, you'll be fine. DeAndre Swift, I don't know. He came back and he went even when he came back, they didn't utilize him. Yeah, they were using Jamal more than they were using Swift. So, you know, you can, the talents there. Swift has shown to be injury prone in his first two seasons for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you can get these guys for quarters on the dollar, like you said, then they are viable dart throws and could possibly be. In a dynasty, somebody to set you up, you know, to go. Because if you look at, like, Dalvin Cook to me is a good comp in the sense of when Dalvin first came into the league, dude was injured every five seconds. Yep. And then all of a sudden he quit getting injured and dude was solid for like two or three seasons where he was a top five running back. Yep. If I can get that out of a DeAndre Swift right now, if you can tell me right now I can go trade, let's say, Jacoby Myers – and a second and third round pick, and get me a De- a, a Swift. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna no. do it, and, and then he's gonna be what Cook was for two or three seasons. Yeah. That's, oh, that's money. That's, that's money. The, the, I've, I've I've noticed kind of a trend. There, there's a five to six year span. And maybe Jacoby Myers is too cheap. I'm sorry, it was just the first mid level wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, there's like a trend between what I would classify as a great running back, so not elite, but great running back, where they get five to six years of top. 12 like number one running back and i mean you look at some of these some of these players there's there's very few that get over that i mean adrian peterson had like seven years um what's his name uh the dinosaur Henry. Derek Henry right now is working on his six <laughs> year, six year, like when they have this elite run but every one of them have this expiration d-rex and deandre swift could i mean he's had Flashes of what we could yeah. see as a top yeah. fourteen. Back. I mean, and he, he was number three when the year that I traded him to get Kamara. He was the he was a top five running back, and then and, not and, long and, after that he got hurt. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, and, and this this is something that can 
they're going to get theirs. Like we, we've said in the past, he's, they're going to get it. So, I mean, D-Swift, he's oh, definitely going to get it. For sure. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. I guess along the same lineup, we're going to go by. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Jonathan Taylor. I know because I had JT as a buy as well. Mainly because I guess it's the first round overall, and everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, you well." And the franchise is dysfunctional. It everything's everything's yeah. crazy right now. And when when we saw him with Carson Wentz, when the quarterback looked collected, and the offense and the coaching looked staff collected, looked competent, exa- yeah, JT was a monster, right. and he wasn't and hurt. Exactly, he didn't have the injury and all this stuff. So I mean, I just. I think right now a lot of people are going, oh, man, you cost me the championship or, oh, man. Right. In redraft, people are like, oh, this was the worst pick. Whatever it may be, I just think he's If you can find a, a sour cheaper, JT manager. He's cheaper yeah. this year than you would have got oh, last God, year. Oh, God, yeah. So we'll put it that yeah, way. 100% cheaper. Minimal, yeah. he's cheaper. And I think, honestly, you could even give up decent value and still work out better yeah. in the long run. I, like, he's still going to be expensive. Yeah, let's, oh, yeah, let's yeah. Let's don't get, wrong. Let's don't yeah, get no. twisted. But, but – like you said, you might could give up Kamara in a first and get Jonathan Taylor, and I would do that deal in an absolute fucking heartbeat. You might be able to give up Mixon and an early second. And, yeah, and you get might Jonathan be able to Taylor. do Mixon straight up if you if the if guy somebody's is willing. Off yeah, enough. exactly. I mean, and Mixon's what I would also, consider. Also, Mixon's eight. on my buy. <laughs> oh, Mixon's on my sell. <laughs> he had a down year to me, so I feel like he's on a buy list. Well, I got him on a sell just because he's had four years in the top fourteen. So I mean, he's literally on his peak. Right. So I mean, he's got he's had the injury. You know, he he right. missed two thirds of his third season with the injury, and I just not that he's going to get injured again. He's already had four top running back years he's right. going into what would be his fifth and that's that's the this is when you sell your running backs to get younger talent yeah. to build in that's that's why i would look to sell him for me it's it's if i'm gonna i'm definitely not buying mixing if would, i'm trying to rebuild exactly it would be if i'm me. in a team that wants to compete next year and i and i got an opening at a flex or another running back then if I can get him, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend, I'm not gonna like go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm willing if I've got a first and I'm in a mid to high first, and I'm on a team that can compete, I might be willing to spend that. Oh yeah, competing I could see going after Mixon, but if if you're if you just won this year with Mixon, yeah, then what I would look, so you could you could get, I think you can get close to value and still get picks, like still yeah. get future with Mixon right now. Yeah, like you could probably go out and get. What like you need is Mixon to have a like another good playoff game, yeah, and, and then just, maybe a good yeah, Super Bowl. Well, you might want to hold him a couple more well, games. Yeah, yeah, just see to what this. But on the flip out. side, if he shits his pants two more games, then you, you lose value. So yeah, you know it's a dice too. roll. Well, I mean, I'm looking at like you could potentially go after say Dalvin Cook, who everybody's looking at being aged and only yep. having. Another, uh, I also similar, have Dalvin on a buy <laughs> as similar, and then and then go after like a pick with it. You can get like a late or mid to yeah. second or something yeah. with Mixon and give it up because everybody's looking at Mixon yeah. for next year is a big yep. one. And then you're kind of getting a, a future pick for this year and still holding on to that spot with Dalvin Cook in that running back spot, you know? Yeah. Like somebody you could play for another year yeah. anyways and yeah. still game. And I think this year in the second round, you could probably grab you a running back that will eventually replace some of these yeah. some of these aging guys we're looking at. So, um, I believe Looking at aging guys. <laughs> I appreciate all the uh, gifts, Andrew. Glad yeah, right. You, you rolled in. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Um, so uh, we talked about. We, well, we we got th- Dalvin off also to me is a buy, but again, if I, I'm not buying Dalvin Mixon these guys if I'm in a rebuild, um, but I'm selling these guys if I'm potentially falling into a rebuild, or if I want to get out from under them. 
or if I need other assets, maybe I got a stronger or you know some strong run backs. Yeah. Um, and if I'm in a contender, I'm these are guys I'm looking for. Um, so I'm going to hit a couple guys that I would be looking younger. That even if I'm going to rebuild, I'm willing to go out and get number one is Snoop Connor. Yeah, and some of you out there who play Dynasty, you may be thinking to yourself, who the fuck who is, is Snoop, Snoop Connor? Connor? Yeah, Snoop Connor is the uh, third string running back, the backup uh, to the backup. Yeah, of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. But uh, next year, uh, so you got Travis Etienne, uh, but Jamichael Hasty is on a contract year. I think we dis- dis- discussed that. Yeah, I believe last so. Week. Yeah. And uh, I'm not saying go crazy on Snoop Connor, but Snoop Connor came out of college as a very talented running back. Um, and we were all hoping that he would go to a place that was maybe maybe not set on a running back. And then he went to the Jaguars, who at the time had James Conner and Travis Etienne. And he went, oh, my God, Snoop Conner just died. So and you were like, I'm never going to see this guy again. And then, of course, James Conner got traded. Etienne is the dude there. Don't get me wrong. But we all know how running back injuries happen and go. Yeah. And no one had, had ever heard of uh, – uh, uh, James Conner. No, the, the oh, Jack- James Robinson. No, no. Well, him too. But uh, <laughs> Snoop no, Conner. Bam. Uh, oh, Zonovan Knight. Bam Knight. Bam Zonovan Knight with Knight, the yeah. Jets. Uh, until all of a sudden, uh, Brees Hall goes down, and Michael Carter wouldn't hold it down. All of a sudden, boom! You have Zonovan Knight. No, it was Bam. It's Bam. Bam. That's right. <laughs> but Snoop Conner. Snoop Conner is a dude that came out of college people already talking about him so you know he's a very talented guy yeah so if you can go get him like if 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 you have a fancy owner who's maybe not in the know as much as 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 you are or you you think you are maybe you go over there and you try to make a deal on something else and you try to squeeze snoop connor in as be like all right look here's the deal i don't really if you throw i don't know throw snoop connor in and we'll we'll We'll, call it a deal yeah we'll cross these t's and dot these i's real quick and or, or if you go to him as like look Here's the deal, man. I'm trying to clear some roster space. So here's Adam Thielen and, I don't know, Bam Knight. <laughs> uh, give me give me Snoop Connor in your third. Yeah. You know, or something crazy. But if you can work into a deal to get Snoop Connor on your roster, get it. He's it, it, Dude's not going to go out there and, and be a league winner, but he – He's somebody you should probably be looking for in Dynasty. In the future, And if yeah. he's on, if he's somehow on your waivers, go get him. I, another one in similar is Hassan Haskins. And I only say that because he had a decent college career. He's on a team with an aging running back that had yeah. an injury last year. Yeah. And they've been playing Hassan a little more. Now, they, they're not real set on their quarterback right now. I'm not entirely sure how that's all going to work out for this next season. But I think that bodes well for their run game. And it could turn into they back Henry off a little bit and start bringing Hassan in a little more. Right, and this could turn into a he's a, a decent flex yes. play before yeah. the end of before mid season even. Right, and God forbid, knock on wood, it doesn't happen. But if Derrick Henry goes down, has an injury, boom, Haskins is. A I starting need you to back, calm so. down on that talk. But last, since you brought <laughs> Derrick Henry up, I'll go ahead and say that I have Derrick Henry on both of my sides of the your buy uh, and your sell. Yeah. So <laughs> and and it boils down to uh, well, we'll get to that. I want to give my other Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit more obvious. Uh, David Montgomery is in a contract year. They did not extend him. Um, the uh, coaching staff has, I mean, they, they the beginning of the season, they were kind of like, uh, uh, we, we're not sure if we want to keep the, David Montgomery. And then at the beginning of the season, they were kind of split in the backfield between him and Herbert, and then Herbert got hurt, and yeah. then it was all David Montgomery. David yeah. Montgomery was sensational. 
but he's going to cost. And Herbert, when he starts or when he plays, he's very good. So I believe that David Montgomery is going to walk. They're going to give yeah, Herbert Herbert's the backfield. And then, uh, and then you can also look at Ebner, who is the, who is the other back in that backfield. If you really want to, I'm not sure how good Ebner is, so he's not somebody I put on my list. But um, and of course, the draft is going to dictate a lot of this too, because there's some really good running backs coming out this year. And uh, and so, like if uh, I don't know, the Titans go and draft one of these, uh, uh, you know, if they go spend early capital on a running back, well, oh, then yeah, the yeah. guy then Hassan, Hassan Haskins, Haskins is dead. goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the, some of this is going to change. It's going to vary yeah, depending yeah. upon how the draft goes and everything. Right. Yeah, definitely. But uh, so we talk. So Herbert is somebody. If you can get him, go out and get him. Most of the managers that have him. Because he was injured. On. Well, here's the thing. He was injured for a large part of the season. And yeah. then when he came back off injured, they didn't really use him. Yeah. So he's a guy that maybe if you got a, you got somebody who's, like I said, not necessarily in the know, maybe you can go in and try to finagle a deal. Sometimes, I don't know if, if anybody's ever seen uh, Django and Chain, but the, initially when, when – <laughs> no, no. When they went to when they went to try to get his his love, um, the, yeah. the guys was the deal that he was trying to work, and we're not going to get into explicit details. Yeah, no, we don't need to get into but any details. But initially, the deal was he was trying to work a different deal, and it was just going to have hers a throw in. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, well, you know what? Why don't you throw her in the deal just too? Because yeah. if you let let them know that sh- that she was the prize of the deal, then all of a sudden they're like, why is she so valuable? Yeah, they're going to do and, more research. Right. And so dig if into you it. if you're working a different deal and you can try to be like, why don't you just throw Herbert in there? Whatever. I'll I guess I'll take Herbert. Yeah. Sometimes if you're trading, that's that's a viable strategy to go in, look for somebody else, and then try to grab your guys a throw in, and then maybe you get two decent players out of the deal and you spend quarters you, on the yeah, dollar. Exactly. And that's the goal of Dynasty is to spend less right. than what you get. And I'm not it. talking about predatory trading. Don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess in a little bit I am, but I'm not saying go out and like try to find somebody that has Justin Jefferson that doesn't know how good he is and give him a third-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, no. But I'm saying that, you, you know – you want you, you want, want to, to get decent value, yeah. You, you want your and here's the thing: judgment. you don't know if these guys are gonna be good. It's not like these are known commodities exactly. that you're trying to snag. You're just trying to get somebody that you're projecting that's gonna be good. And then real quick, I'll talk about Derrick Henry on my buy and my sell. Yeah. Derrick Henry's gonna be 30 years old by the end of next season, I believe. Yeah, um, it's gonna be 29, 30, somewhere in that range. Now look, he's a beast. Dude's an animal. He he may be a top running back till he's 70. I don't know. We're not talking about Adrian Peterson. (laughs) But, you know, at some point, these running backs do go off a cliff. Um, So if you're a team that is competing, you could probably go get Derrick Henry from the Derrick Henry owner, uh, not owner, uh, manager, um, if he's trying to get out from under him and wants to sell him. Don't give up. I had one of our dynasty leagues, dude, offered me, or he he was wanting to give me Derrick Henry for both my first rounds. I'm in a full rebuild. And I'm going to give two first rounds for Derrick Henry. Yeah, Bro, no, that's, that's not. I need like seven other players to even think about yeah, competing. Not, not even, no. <laughs> so, so I'm not saying that he's worth all, all that or spend all that, but I think Derrick Henry's got at least one more season in him. Um, and so. If he's an elite, he's got two more seasons in him of top, of top back. Because, I mean, last year he only played half the season and still finishes a 21st right. running back. I mean, like, that's elite. So yeah. I'm looking at Derrick Henry's got at least two more years. Nice of try, top, Jack. 
Uh oh, what'd he do? He tried to say there was there a spider on your rat. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't see it right now. It no. might be on the back of the hat. I, don't probably, know. Probably, I can't see the it back. It probably crawled up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think Derrick Henry is still going to have two years, but the problem, I don't think he's going to be what he has been because they're, they're not going to have, first of all, I don't think they're going to have the quarterback play that they have had. They're either going to be working with Lick Willis, in which we've seen that, or they're going to go some other route, yeah. which could change everything. Yeah. So it's it's kind of tough to really call with Derrick Henry, which makes him a buy. You, the you use all yeah, those you, things to talk down the price, and and it just yeah, and you yeah. Buy he's old. Than, you don't know what the future is. Yep. You don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Just bury the price and try to get him. Yep. I'm, but I'm, he's also a sell if you got him. You talk it up. You're like, look what he's <laughs> yeah. done with the quarterback play he has had. Look at the games he only played eight games last. Exactly. Exactly. Still twenty one. Yeah. I mean, it's, you got all this. Yeah, you, you can go both you have ways. To know with it. The, but I, I, I have. I'm a manager of Henry. I have Henry McCaffrey, and I had Kamara. I traded Kamara to mm-hmm. you. Um, but I'm going to hold both of them unless somebody just comes in and gets dumb with me. I'm going to hold right. them both because I think Henry's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just won the championship, and I want to try to get another one. I'm probably going to ride Henry until the bittersweet end. I'll probably ride McCaffrey till the bittersweet end. McCaffrey well, I get, has. I already got one championship out of him. If I can get two, then it was worth it. McCaffrey's got two more years too. I mean, based off of your metrics, off of my and he's only twenty six. So by the time he gets his second two years, he'll still be he'll be like Adrian. Well, Peterson. here's what I'm predicting. He may get seven. Here's what I predict with McCaffrey. And look, you heard it here first. Just know it when it's all said and done. You heard it here first. After maybe two, maybe three more years as a absolute running back. Mm-hmm. He's going to convert to a slot receiver. He's going to be a little Beasley out there. Yeah, he's going to convert to that, mm-hmm. and then um, you know because you, look at look and at like, takes, look at look at Zeke right now. That takes a lot off of you. So you got a team with the Cowboys that has Zeke and Pollard, and mm-hmm. this year they tried to use Zeke, blah blah this and that. If Zeke was McCaffrey, with the way McCaffrey can play and catch, yep. he's old, and he's not able to run the ball like he used to, but he's still making tons of money. Okay, well, Pollard's now our primary back. Zeke, you go out here and play the slot. They didn't have receivers in Dallas. Yeah. You know, and so had that been McCaffrey in Dallas, an old McCaffrey who can't really run the ball like he used to, but can still catch and and do those things. That's my prediction. I think that uh, after two or three more years, I think McCaffrey is going to become a a wide receiver only, slot receiver type type guy. Maybe just valuable. I mean, in that even in that position. He's still yeah. just as valuable. Hey, if you, I mean, yeah, if you buy, if you can get two or three more years out of him, and then that happens, and you can still ride him for a few more years, for, as a, even as a, a wide receiver, two or three, or even yeah. a flex. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. So that's my prediction. But anyway, that's, that's so that's why I think Derrick Henry is a buyer sell, depending on your team makeup, whether you got him or you, you need him or whatever. So what else you got over there? The only other two I got, I, I don't really have to talk a lot on. I don't think, but um, I got Josh Jacobs as a buy. Even though you're buying high, I got him as a sell. <laughs> See, I, I think you're buying high, but I think he's got, he's, he showed this year. I don't know where he's going to play next year. He's got the potential to be that guy. Maybe he showed it this year. Yeah, I agree. he's got the potential, and I, I just, just think, I, I think that depending on where he lands, I really don't care. Honestly, what would I you buy him for? If 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 somebody put him on the trade block in one of your dynasties, how high are you willing to go for Josh Jacobs? Without knowing his definite landing spot, if I let's just say I'm, I'm assuming he's going to stay with the Raiders. Let's just say I'm oh, assuming yeah. that. I'd probably do a first, a decent back, and maybe even a wide receiver in on him. 
Okay. Like my, a decent, like, my belief is, and I don't know, I don't have Josh Jacobs. My belief is, is that anybody who has him is going to want a minimum of two firsts. And well, that's where I'm. And I'm not willing to pay that. I, I'm thinking like I'm you willing can to get sell a, that. You can get a decent back and a like a decent back and a first, and probably a little a little something. Like I say, decent like maybe um, Alec Pierce. You could probably get an Alec Pierce like wide receiver wise, because I mean I think he's he's really interesting, difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like. I, I really he's like a Colt him. Wide receiver. I, exactly. I like him. I just don't like. Where well, he's let me at. ask you this: If I was offering you a, a uh, if, if if you if you had Josh Jacobs and I said, "Here's the number eight overall first round pick," mm-hmm. and Michael Pittman Jr. Mm, I probably wouldn't take that. You would not take. that. I would not take that. I personally would not. Neither would I. And that's what I'm telling you. (laughs) That's why he's a sell for me because I think that if somebody's selling Josh Jacobs, they're going to want a top five pick and then at least the value of a mid to late round first as well. Yeah. But, I mean, I I think you could probably go after somebody who's who's got Jacobs. You could probably offer him, say, um, like a mid-round first pick and then, like, say, um, an Alvin Kamara. And probably probably get Jacobs from them, mm. depending on whether what their what their feeling is on the. I'm, I, if I was if I was a Jacobs like, owner, I would take a five, I would take a top round first and Alvin Kamara for Josh Jacobs. and take Josh Jacobs. And I think Jacobs is. Would you be the give a that. top five draft pick and Alvin Kamara if you had it for Josh I Jacobs? Would. Okay, I would. I'd give a, I'd give like the fifth overall. I'd give the fourth or fifth overall and Kamara to grab Jacobs. I would. Okay, would you do the one hundred one straight up for Jacobs? Personally, yes, I would. I I personally would. See, I wouldn't. wouldn't. If I had the one-on-one, I wouldn't go after Jacobs. Right now, I would. Because I don't know where either one of them are landing. I know that. But I know what Jacobs can do in the NFL, and I don't know what Bijan can. No, I understand that logic. So, I mean, mine would be playing for the next two years instead of the next five years, I guess, would be my logic behind it. And then the only other one I got, I I think everybody should sell on Miles Sanders. I I know I he agree had agree with that. I agree with that. Cause, well, first of all, it's contract year. Yeah, and he he had an okay year this year. Like, but he was given so much, and he didn't do as good with it as what I thought he would. What if the the Bills let um, Singletary walk? They keep James Cook, but then they go and sign Miles Sanders. I'm now somebody else's fan. I don't I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think Sanders fits them at all personally. I if they're going to go after any back. Um, Hopefully they go after Josh Jacobs. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you know, there's going to be money involved, but I mean, I, I think they should let Singletary go. I he did probably living in my beard. He has his, I think he lives somewhere <laughs> right there. Is usually where he lives his home. Actually, I live here. Yeah. No, I'm oh. talking, about, talking about the wolf spider. That oh. there's a wolf spider that lives in my beard. I think right in here somewhere. That's he just probably. jumps out and eats his food, and then jumps back in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just lives there. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm definitely scared of spiders, and uh, our buddy Jack is trying to fuck with me on the TikTok. That's what Jack does. Yeah, he said loving, he saw, loving. He Jack. saw a spider on my hat. Anyway, I got two more cells for you, and and then we'll move on. James Connor for me is a sell. If you have James Connor, sell him for anything you can get out of him. He may have another good, decent year, but I'm telling you right now. Just get what you can get. I'm not, I'm not like a fifth round pick, but 
put him out there, talk him up, and try to tr- squeeze a second round pick. If you can get a second round pick for James Conner. I mean, he didn't have a bad year this no, year. He, no, it wasn't a bad year. And I personally feel their offense was in shambles. It was. So and they got a new coaching staff coming in. But James Conner's what, 27, 26, 27? 90, whatever. Yeah, yeah something somewhere in there. And then the other one's Saquon Barkley. Uh, and, and and I'm not not because I think Saquon blows. Don't don't get me wrong. Saquon had a great year. He came out of the injury. He went out there. He did what he had to do. Um, I just think that right now, if you were a Saquon owner who went through the bad years with Saquon, you finally got your year. You held him. Now's your chance. Now's your chance to get to sell him, get your value back, get money and up. move on from him. If you're somebody who bought him pennies on the dollar because he was injured from a previous owner, then, then just roll with it. Yeah. But if, if you don't have much invested, in right, him, right, right, right. If you're high. somebody, if you're somebody who's just been holding him, holding, holding, and then he finally had a good season, and you're like, I finally, I'm gonna, he's gonna get me two. No, he probably isn't. Yeah. Maybe he is, but he probably isn't. And so now you can just go ahead and get your value, move out from under that, and move on with your life. I think he's got one more season of top. Oh, I think he has a couple he's more. Got... But the thing is, is that he's proved to also be kind of uh, injury prone, and he had a full season this year. And so, which tells me next year it, he might not. He's, he's going to only yeah. play like maybe ten games. So I'm just I'm trying to play the odds. Oh yeah, no, I I completely understand. I'm, so I, I agree with everything you've gone. I'm just. <laughs> You Unless know. you got others that popped in your head, we're going to hold the wide receivers to next week. Yeah, no, that's and so there it is. We're some uh, running back by ourselves for dynasty, and uh, some uh, playoff preview and review and whatever. Yeah, a little little shit talking, <laughs> little shit talking, a little shit talking. And uh, so, you know, everything we're doing here, everything we do, we try to do, we try to get you to that average place in your leagues, whether it be dynasty or redraft. Uh, because if you are average, you're not last. You're not last at yeah. all. Yeah, and then we've done our job. Exactly. So if uh, uh, if you're expecting more than that, then uh, you come to the wrong place. But we're glad you're here. And uh, we will be back next week, Wednesday or Thursday, maybe Friday, depending on how the week works out. We'll do our best. Uh, hopefully we can drag T-Money's decrepit ass in here and get him <laughs> to spout some of his nonsense on the airways. Yes, please. But if not... Me and uh, Matt Baker will hold it down, and yes, maybe we, we drag Andrew's ass in here. But if we pull Andrew in here, then nobody's going to be giving us gifts on the uh, – <laughs> He can still get on TikTok Yeah, you, you better be if, – if we bring you in to be a, a guest host, you got to gift us. The whole all, time. The whole time. The whole time you're here. <laughs> uh, so y'all be good out there, and we shall talk to you next week some point. Later.